Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Today we're going to address perceptions, how we sometimes get this messed up as factual information, which can often in our lives lead to tension and a whole bunch of conflict. So the goal of talking about perceptions today is so we can start looking at what's actually happening in our brain. And that can help us be a little bit more conscious in our lives. And that's hopefully going to lead us to jump to less assumptions in our day to day. Okay, so let's start with what is a perception. So think of something happening. Okay, something that we can see, or something that we can hear. Basically, I always explain it as pop out your cell phone and it's something that you can actually record. Okay. So when this event happens, what's going to happen in our brain is it's only going to take in selective pieces of information. So it's not going to take in the whole event. It's just going to take in selective pieces of that event. Now the information that it takes in it's really going to be determined by our past experiences, our beliefs, our education, how we were raised and really our interactions. Okay. So it's going to take in only selective pieces of information based on all of those experiences. Now here's the tricky part. Our brain actually starts to make connections that it believes is actually there. And we end up telling ourselves stories and really those stories have no factual truth. Our brain just makes these assumptions based on our life thus far. So it's really only taking in selective pieces and that has to do with our experiences in life up to that point in time. Now, one of the dangerous parts of this is that with assumptions, we actually start assuming what people mean by their actions. Okay, so we feel we kind of have it all figured out and without even talking to another person, we get the truth. Okay, this is what we think. <laughs> so we're taking in selective pieces of information and we're drawing conclusions based on these selective pieces of information. And we're basically telling ourselves a story. Now, the crazy thing with assuming, as we all know, if we break it down, it's always going to make an ass out of you and me. Okay. So basically when we're assuming stuff, we're getting in somebody else's head or we think we are, and we're really adding our truth or what we feel is the truth to somebody else's actions. Now that's really hard because in reality, we have no idea what was intended unless we actually ask and have a conversation. But the thing with perceptions is we feel that we know the story. We are so convinced that this is the truth that we don't even feel we need to have a conversation. And with this conviction, comes a lot of the assumptions. So we fill in the blanks. We tell people what they meant by their actions or what they really meant by saying that to us. Now, something we have to consider is that 
the pieces of information that we're actually taking in, remember I said it's selective pieces. So you look up the term cognitive bias, and basically what that's saying is we take in selected pieces of information that confirm what we already believe. Okay, so our brain, our brain always likes us to be right. So it's trying to confirm those assumptions that we've had in the past. So it's only going to start to really focus our attention on things that confirm that we're right and that the judgment we made maybe in the previous time is confirmed by this event that happened. So the cognitive bias, it means we're only taking in or we tend to lean towards taking in only information that's going to confirm that we're right. So really looking for information that proves that our assumptions are correct. Now, another important piece is after we have told ourselves this story, we actually begin to attach emotion to it. We attach emotion to the story that we're telling and we actually start to have an emotional response to it. So based on no factual evidence and just what we have thought to be the truth, we tell ourselves that story and we start to have emotions on it. So how do we feel about what we just assumed the behavior of somebody else was or what their words, that underlining meaning actually meant? So the dangerous part here is if we really evoke our emotions and we really attach them to the point that it actually becomes overwhelming. The rational side of our brain, it actually doesn't work anymore. Okay, so reasoning and asking questions, that's really not going to be an option. So that's basically an immediate overwhelming emotional response. So I first came across this when I read a book by it was Daniel Goleman, and that book was called Emotional Intelligence. Now, side note, absolutely amazing topic and definitely will be addressed in the future. But for right now, let's just focus on the fight or flight response. Okay, so it's when we react immediately. Something reminds us maybe of the past, a danger, we might be in harm's way, or maybe a wrong that we felt in the past. Now, when we feel this, we actually jump into action, okay? <laughs> now, the confusing piece is, this has been so beneficial to us in the past. So basically picture yourself in the woods and you hear a crack, okay? This is something that's going to allow you to respond in a way that's actually going to keep you alive, okay? So think of our ancestors. This is what allowed them to survive from the tiger attacking or the bear attacking, okay? So this is a way that is actually really instinctual to us. It's very much deeply ingrained to have that reaction when we hear that dangerous sound or when we feel that our life is in danger or we're threatened. So the dangerous piece of all this is our rational brain is actually not being used in this process. And our emotions are technically, they're running the whole show. 
Okay, so the part of the brain that asks the questions, looks at all the information and makes that educated decision, well, it's actually hijacked. <laughs> so it's not working at all. And our emotions are driving the boat. And they think they're driving the boat to actually keep us alive. And it has for centuries before. But the thing is, very rarely are we going to come up <laughs> against the tiger or have that encounter with the bear in today's society. So it's learning that this is an instinctual part of us and this happens. But when this happens, our emotions are running everything. So we kind of almost have to get to a place where we don't allow the emotion to be so predominant and we don't allow the emotion to really take charge of us. It's about being able to once we start feeling that strong emotion, asking ourselves, what's factual here? What's actually happening? What tangible things can I look around and assess the situation as opposed to really living and feeling that emotion to a point where our brains actually are not working to their full capacity, okay? And our emotions are not running the show. So reflect on this for a second. Think about, have you ever jumped to conclusions, blown up, maybe overreacted to something that later on, actually, after you've had time to cool down and really think about it, you realize, wait a second, I think I overreacted there. Or I think I might have actually been wrong. Okay. So these are usually the times that we're embarrassed of our actions and possibly start to feel a lot of regret about how we acted. And then once we start to really take in all of the information and reflect on the situation, we realize that we drew conclusions that potentially weren't there. We connected dots that maybe had actually no connection at all. We just told ourselves a story and we really reacted to it. We jumped to a conclusion. We jumped to that story and we believed it with such conviction that we had that emotional response. And like I said, once that emotional response was felt on such an overwhelming level, our full potential of our brain, it just doesn't work anymore. And we react more in that animal instinct. So as opposed to the evolved human beings that we are, we still can potentially act on that animal instinct. So everybody can relate to this. Everybody can just think of a situation that maybe you didn't react so well and you, you jumped to that conclusion. You told yourself that story and you really had that physical and emotional response because you really believed that that was true, okay? The story that you told yourself was so convincing to you that you assumed it was right, jumped to the reaction, and probably reacted poorly. Think about text messages or emails. This is usually some of the prime experiences that we start to assume a lot, is we start to add meaning to people's words that we feel they actually meant. Okay, now the dangerous thing is that we continuously do this and we, we almost believe 
our own story more so than the factual event that's actually happened. So we're not looking at what happened anymore. We just tell ourselves that story and it becomes so convincing to us that that is now our reality. We believe, I should say, that that is now the reality. So think about when that happens. You have two people walking away with that different understanding or different belief of what just happened. They both believe that their side of the story is correct. So this is where we get that miscommunication, where we get that conflict or tension because we take in these life events or we take in these interactions or sometimes we're not realizing that our brain is actually telling us sometimes a story to fill in the gaps. So we have to start to look, take that step back and realize what's factual and what's actually the story. So the goal becomes how do we actually take in this information and react on that more conscious level. So that way we're showing up and having much more idealized interactions, ones that really build relationships instead of deteriorate them and cause confusion, allowing us technically to be in charge of our actions or take charge of our actions instead of being controlled by them. I think realizing that this is happening is half the battle. So if we can bring that awareness to sometimes our brain is actually not our friend. Sometimes our brain makes us believe things that might not actually be there. Okay. The more we can be aware of this, the more we can start to really look at those factual events and ask ourselves, what am I missing here? Or have I maybe drawn a conclusion that might not actually be there? What's somebody else's perception of this? Maybe somebody else who's not so close to the situation. So then we start to question and ask people and we go in with that curiosity as opposed to that opinionated view. You know, that, that one set way of the way how things have to be. Instead of that, we go in more curious and we start to second guess ourselves and ask more questions of, hey, what's another interpretation of this? Now, through that lens, that's when we're actually going to be able to take in more of the events, take in different angles or different perceptions. And that's going to allow us to really start to understand these situations more clearly as opposed to just through our narrow lens. Now with this wider lens, this you know variety of perceptions, somewhere in there we get closer to the truth as opposed to just what we thought it was or how that event has actually played out in the past for us. Instead, we actually get to see the event or understand it closer to what we're actually experiencing. So stuff like this, I always find it, it's easy to say and it's so hard to put into action. So I think a huge piece is being aware, like I said, that this, this is a possible thing. We might be telling ourselves a story here. So if you can become more aware of this, 
you're likely to be able to catch yourself when it's happening. And let's be realistic. Sometimes you don't catch yourself when it's happening. Sometimes you catch yourself when you cool down and you step away from it, like I said. But the thing is, the more aware we become and the more conscious we become of our actions, the less likely it will be that we'll jump to these conclusions and really attach that maybe incorrect emotional response. And let's face it, when we attach those incorrect emotional responses, we don't usually have the most desired reaction to a situation. You know, I think of sometimes when you misinterpreted that text or maybe your partner or your friend, you attached meaning that really wasn't there. These are all things that can really allow conflict in your relationships, in your interactions. So the biggest piece, I think, is that awareness. And like I said, just because we are aware that this happens doesn't necessarily mean we're going to catch it each time. But the more we practice this awareness, the more we practice relaxing ourselves and taking that breath before jumping to the conclusions, I feel the more beneficial it will be to us and our overall interactions and relationships. So walk into our interactions with this awareness, okay? Hopefully that's going to help you draw those conclusions less and less and hopefully allow you to remain objective. You know, stay really curious in events or when you're attaching maybe assumptions or when you're perceiving something to happen a certain way. What's the actual facts? What physically happened here? What could be caught on camera or recorded? What are the facts? Stay curious, I think is the biggest mindset of all besides awareness. Staying curious allows us to really ask questions. And instead of just staying in our own little narrow box and drawing those conclusions, it really allows us to stay open and to start to actually understand other people and their perceptions or their version of what happened. An important piece is always to remember every single person's voice is really important. Every single person's voice has merit, has truth to it. So don't be so quick to dismiss that we feel it's not our truth. You know, ask questions. Treat them the way that we would technically want other people to treat us about our perception of something. You know, I can never say it enough, but be kind to each other. People's perceptions... They really, we know ourselves. if you really reflect on this, they can feel like they're the actual truth. We can be so convinced. So try not to dismiss each other. Try not to dismiss them easily and give people the opportunity to share their version. It could be another really important angle or maybe something that you missed of the event. And that's going to allow you to walk away with that better understanding. So next time you see or hear something and you really begin to tell yourself that story, try and remind yourself to consider, what am I missing here? What are the facts? Take that deep breath. Relax for a second. 
allow, remember, our whole brain to function. If we look behind, there's not usually going to be that tiger chasing us or the bear running after us. So don't be so quick to think that you have to react right away. Or don't be so quick to think that your version is actually the only version that exists. The more open we stay, the more information we'll actually collectively get and allowing us to act more consciously instead of reactionary. And I think that's a benefit for everybody. It allows us to act and interact more genuinely with each other. So stay open. You know, when we react badly, don't brush it off so easy. Look at maybe what conclusions you drew or what perception you took of what happened. What assumptions did you draw? Maybe what emotions did you start to attach? The more you can start to reflect on that and give space to that, like I said, the more conscious we become and the more genuine we interact with each other, realizing that everybody's version has value. It's about understanding it. So that's a wrap on another episode. Your time, guys, and support is always so appreciated. Spending time investing in yourself is such a gift to you and to every single person around you. Life can be so hard sometimes, and the more we can collectively share what works for us as individuals and have conversations to really promote more awareness, the more I feel people are going to be able to find their own recipe of happiness for what fits for them. And that, in the end, wouldn't it support a more positive society? So guys, go and choose to have yourself an absolutely fantastic day. And always remember, it's up to you to power yourself. Thank you.